Hey everybody, welcome back to the Spooky Z Podcast. I'm Nia, and I'm here with my co-host Austin. Yay. So, two weeks ago, we had a doozy. We did a true crime case. Um, we talked about Teenage Dirtbag, Ricky Queso, and the not-so-satanic... <laughs> but all kinds of panic. Yeah. So, if you haven't listened to the episode, please go check it out. That is episode 38. And, yeah. Not a lot of people know the... the with the, the song that is going around on TikTok, the Teenage Dirtbag song, not a lot of people know that that song is inspired by that case. Well, if they listen to our podcast, they would. If they did. Which they should. So, boom. Roast. <laughs> But this week, we aren't doing true crime. This week, we are going to do cryptids. We are back in the land of the paranormal. The spook. Mm-hmm. So if you enjoyed today's show, please be sure to share with a friend. Your friend's mom. Your mom. Whatever. Whoever. <laughs> you can find us on the socials at the Spooky Z Pod on Instagram and TikTok. So, you know, check us out there. Peek it out. Peek it out. Give us a follow. Give us a shout out. Say, hey, you guys are my favorite podcast or something like that. You know. You're my mom's favorite podcast. <laughs> we post updates about the show, recipes, and um, just Not fun, really spooky like stuff. Creepy noises, but I mean. Not creepy noises, except for that one post that I made. That one time. Uh, that of the raven that was talking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one was. Yeah, that one was spooky. Yeah, that one was scary. So let's get into today's show. For those of you who are 21 and up, Austin has a delicious cocktail recipe for you. Today's lovely tiki cocktail comes to us from the granddaddy of tiki, the guy that started it all, Mr. Don Beach. It's not his original name. His original name is something else. But he nicknamed himself Don Beach after his world travels. And he was like, I fuck with the beach so i'm gonna name myself don beach and wait what was his first name his real name yeah uh ernest raymond beaumont gant he said don yeah that don, sounds like a don, traveling suave guy don yeah with don <laughs> don with two ends oh fancy he's a fancy don so he was the founder of don the beachcomber bars and you know, pretty much inspired the whole, like, tiki bar theme. Yeah, so he bought a beach bar in 1934 in Hollywood and started decorating it with his South Pacific shit because he was like, yeah, I like the beach, I like the tropics. He started mixing up shit nobody ever heard of. This uh, tiki cocktail isn't as boozy as most, but it's kind of like the thing. It's like, you know, this is the one you'll have more of, but... Annoyingly, it's also frozen. And you need like 12 mintlies. But that brings us into it's the missionary's downfall. There's about a dozen and a half recipes for this if you look it up. Everyone changes something. Some people add, some people subtract, some people swap. But this one, so it says, is closer to the original okay. recipe. So this is the one I will go with. Okay. You need a lot of ingredients but it's not necessarily heavy on the steps. Okay. So it's not too bad. You're gonna need a one ounce of your white rum, a half ounce of creme de pitch, creme de peche, 
It's always in, it's always in French, but it's all creme the, de peach. All the all the cremes. All the cremes. Yeah, that's yeah. very much a French thing. They're very Frenchy. Yeah. Um, it calls for just one honking ass chunk of pineapple, like a quarter cup of pineapple. I'm okay with this. You can use pineapple juice, or you can use the fresh pineapple. Blend it up. The fresh pineapple probably goes better. Or you just want to eat an entire pineapple and then put it, uh, get an, a second pineapple. And put some of that yeah. into the And then this eat drink. the rest of that. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> pineapple's great. I do not fuck with pineapple. I like love pineapple. As soon as I see pineapple and coconut, like I don't want to play I don't it like, I don't fuck with coconut, but pineapple all day long, baby. Except the fake, the like candy pineapple yeah. flavored things because it's always it tastes so bleh, so fl- so fake yeah it's not real yeah i hate it you're also gonna need three quarters ounce freshly squeezed lime juice uh half ounce of honey syrup which if you haven't picked up the vibe is much like simple syrup you take honey you cut it with water uh like a one to th- uh, well i guess it's technically like a three to one three honey one water mm just water down your honey so it mixes better that's all we're doing now you're gonna use a half ounce of that you're gonna use eight to twelve large mint leaves don't forget to slap these bitches to wake them up spin the block like an op throw them in a throw them in a container and then you know if you want to garnish it you can save a pineapple wedge if you haven't eaten both of your pineapples by now and if you if twelve mint sprigs didn't use your entire bag of mint, you can go ahead and use a use a little sprig of mint in there. But you're gonna take all of that all the things previously just listed throughout that little stint there, throw them bitches in a blender with about like a half a cup, three quarter cup, a whole cup. Ice, you know, ice is your preference. Use as much ice as you want. Make it as sloshy or as thick as, you know, live your life, cuz. But pour all that shit into a glass. And there you go. That is the closest traditional recipe to the missionary's downfall. Yum. Your pineapple-based, not so boozy. But you have to have it in a tiki cup, right? Honestly, it says to put it in a colander glass, and I was kind of disappointed by that that take, because that feels like a poor take. It should obviously be in a tiki glass. Is that problematic? Putting it in a tiki glass? Is tiki problematic? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Feels like appropriation. It, fe- it definitely feels it like definitely appropriation. Feels like monetization of another people's culture. Uh-huh. So, you know, maybe don't put it in the tiki bar. Maybe don't. I mean, if you already have one laying around, then I guess don't go like buy it, a new one. If it's already in a tiki mug, like, right. I, I guess I, like, wouldn't, like, pour it into a Collins glass right. if you're already here. Right. But maybe if you haven't yet, like, just grab a regular cup. Right. Maybe. Maybe. You can grab a cup that and write tiki on it, I guess. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, you could do that. Close your eyes and pretend. <laughs> that you're appropriating yeah you know but you're culture. not actually so i guess it's okay if it's in your head and then of course you can also <laughs> jesus christ you can also swap that out uh drop the creme to peach pick up your peach schnapps and 
drop out your pineapple chunk for pineapple juice. You're gonna go about a half ounce. You're not gonna use a quarter cup of pineapple juice, and you can just shake it, and then you know, there you go. Well then. And then you don't have to bust out the blender. Yeah. So. One cocktail, two ways. I probably use the blender though. Probably. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna make a fucking tiki drink, like you might as well full send it. That's yeah. kind of the entire point. Right. They're not like the best tasting cocktails. It's just sugar and fruit juice and rum, which is sugar. So they're just sugar drinks, but it's the presentation and the fresh fruit juice. And the little umbrella. Yeah. Again, if you're making tea, like using fresh fruit juice is very important if you're gonna do that and like try to like make that your thing. But I feel like so many places just use canned shit bottled juice and I'm like I get it for production and volume but mm-hmm. like at the same time like you're that's just there's no appeal to that cocktail they said me. I'm selling drinks to people who want to drink and I'm just trying to make money right right, right. and that's what, and to each their own yeah you, you know, know what I mean that's why everyone's got their own cuts yeah that's why yeah your, your clientele is will vary because some people actually care about the craft and then some people are just like bro I'm sober and I don't want to be. <laughs> yeah, I just want to be drunk, which just never, and I don't know. I guess it's like a whole, I got to be drunk in public thing, but it's so much cheaper to drink at your house. At your house, yeah. 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 So this week we are going to talk about cryptids. We are talking about cryptids that are coming from around our neck of the woods. Appalachia. Appalachia. Not, we're not quite Appalachian, but. Kind of like Appalachian adjacent. Adjacent. They're our neighbors. Yeah. yeah. So. We hear them howling in the woods. Arr! No, it's more like. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Growling at trees and shit. You know, just Appalachian things. So for those of you who don't already know, Appala- Appalachia, 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 Appa. There was another way that somebody else said it, but I'm Appalach. pretty sure. <laughs> applesauce applesauce abernathy you know whatever abernathy apotomic <laughs> akuna matata whatever <laughs> fucking tomato tomato um i think the majority of people who talk about this region call it appalachia from what i was understanding. yeah but i feel like that just the hard pronunciation of the entire word Mm-hmm. Feels like it just has no possibility of being correct. So I know, like people, Appalachia. A- like people in the north, because when I've always heard it, it was Appalachia, 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 the Appalachian Appalachia. trails. Yeah, yeah. And through like information from online and like different podcasts and different like TV shows, I hear people say Appalachia, and I'm like, what the fuck? Where is that? <laughs> Who's but that? that's apparently how, you know, people from that region, and it's even a thing to where, like, if you say Appalachia, they're like, oh, yeah, we, you're not from here. We know. You're an outsider. You're an outsider. You're an outsider. But you don't it, play banjo. It's a region in the eastern United States that stretches from the southern tier of New York State to the northern uh, part of Alabama and Georgia. The actual mountain range stretches from Canada down to Alabama. That is long and i remember just recently flying were we flying to no i think we were flying from missouri and we were passing over them it was cool i think i have some pictures 
And yeah, it was pretty cool. Because I've never actually, like, that I can remember seeing them in person. Nice. I've never driven around there. Yeah. So we're talking about a I few... had a friend who hiked them before. Really? Yeah. Like 200 miles of it or some shit. Oh, shit. That's I crazy. I don't remember what the hell it was, but yeah, he had hiked. Spent like a week doing it or some shit. Well, maybe he's heard of or saw some of these cryptids. Maybe. I don't know. I don't talk to him anymore. <laughs> well. He's <laughs> a co-worker. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Say. Well, we have like a few cryptids to talk about. Some scary. Some just. Body ones. <laughs> some just a little bit ridiculous. So the first one we're going to talk about is the. Some a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> we're going to talk about the wampus cat. Oh, God. <laughs> have you heard about the wampus cat this before? It's catty wampus. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's exactly where the name comes from. Oh, I had figured. Yep, yep, yep. So the wampus cat, a.k.a. wampus beast or uh, Cherokee death cat. Um, Is that the cat that lives in the reeds? That lives in the reeds? I don't remember. There was this old horror story book. Mm-hmm. about this cat that would come and scratch at this kid's window. And it was, like, coming out of the reeds, the swamps. So, yeah, it's like a swamp cryptid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, like, resides in the swampy Is areas. Is a picture of it? Uh, not up, okay. no. I think. I'm going to look it up on my own, but let's okay. see if maybe it is the thing I'm thinking. So, this is coming from the 1939 book uh, called Fearsome Critters. The wampus cat is depicted to be a bipedal, um, semi-aquatic cat the size of either a Maine Coon or um, some reports say that it's the size of a panther. Which, I mean, a Maine Coon, is that's pretty big. That's still pretty big. Yeah, they're not they're not small. No, no. Maine Coons are pretty big. Having tufted ears, the tail of a lion, either having tan or yellow fur, sharp claws, whiskers, and some say that it has like a comical smile, which I've seen like drawings of this thing, and it, it looks straight out of like Looney Tunes. Like, <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. Fun fact uh, the Caddy Wampus is. In the story of the history of magic in North America, which is a Potter book, and it lists the wampus cat as a source for hair used in magic wands. So some accounts of this creature say that it has six legs, four of them to, you know, walk around like a normal animal, and then two of them to just mix everybody's fucking shit. <laughs> Two for mixing biscuits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some accounts say that um, the extra right arm, the extra right forearm, extends to just rip birds out of the sky. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, some accounts say that it has eight legs. Um, and still some accounts say that it only has one extra leg that is longer than the others, but it provides stability for um, traversing uh, across the hillsides. So it's just got one extra little dangly guy to kind of just keep it stable while it moves about. It's said to be a nocturnal animal, and um, it's also said to have to make a very loud shrieking noise. So I'm just picturing being out in the middle of... Um, the woods, the mountains, and you just hear this shrieking noise, <laughs> and then this possible house cat-sized animal 
larger, a little bit larger than a normal house cat size animal or the size of a jaguar. You know? Not quite sure. It's between that range. And it comes with possibly four to eight legs. But if you get the one with six legs, watch out because it's going to just two for mixing. And also, but it could be anywhere in between that. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it doesn't have to be in increments of two. No. No. Yeah, exactly. It could be five. It could be seven. It could be five or it could be seven. Mm-hmm. And if, it, and if it's five, then one of those, or if it's six, five or six, one, one of those arms can just extend, kind of like... Um, I'm just Inspector thinking of like gadget. those. Yes, exactly. Like Specter Gadget. Like it just extends out into the into the sky and rips birds out of the sky. So I mean, it could just yoke you up if you really wanted to. <laughs> now I don't know that like the actual uh, reach it has. So how far away you have to be for it to just pull you closer to it? But you know, just try to maybe duck and dodge. Yeah. Be quick. Yeah. Exactly. In non-Native American cultures, it's said to have glowing yellow eyes that can pierce through people's souls and drive them insane. With the help of the full moon, the glare from their eyes is said to start forest fires, and their footprints are said to only be visible in solid rock. This thing is wild. Wild. Wild as hell. Sounds like some shit some moonshine creates. Oh, yeah. So, you... you do you remember? Ass to be like, look, dude, I was in the woods, right? Do you remember that part of the case last week or two weeks ago, last episode, where they were talking about uh, what was it? Albert was talking about being high as hell and seeing a cat. Yeah, it's just the wampus cat, bro. <laughs> the wampus cat can change its voice from a customary howl of a disenfranchised banshee to the bleat of a kid. I don't know which one is more. What the uns- fuck is the bleat of a kid? Like a like a baby goat. Oh, it means like a goat. Like I a thought goat. It was talking yeah, like a goat. Like a child. <laughs> well, like, it could be fuck? a child that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Kids the bleat of a kid impersonating a kid. a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Originally, it's cited in Cherokee mythology, and later by farmers in the 20s and 30s in North Carolina to uh, Georgia after livestock was being killed. Um, This began to prompt the townspeople to institute curfews and bear arms against the creature, which mm, researchers and, I mean, cryptozoologists and, you know, other researchers looking into the case from from back then, I mean, they're like, it, it was most likely a coyote because at that point coyotes were starting to come around the townsfolk, I guess just because towns were being built and there were more people around. So they started seeing more coyote sightings, but they attributed the the disruption of their um, town to the wampus cat rather than, you know, regular animals that live in them. So the lore of the wampus cat, in one tale, and this is in um, Native American or in Cherokee mythology, in one tale... The wampus cat was known as Iwa, which was a Cherokee woman who didn't trust her husband. The woman's husband went out to hunt with his fellow warrior. Suspicious of her husband, the woman put on a mountain lion coat and went to go spy on him. 
when she was found out, uh, there was a medicine man who punished her by forcing her to wear the skin forever, transforming her into the spirit of the wampus cat. Oh, that seems really spiteful. Mm-hmm. But You're even... Like peeking on your husband, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, like, what she did wasn't that deep to, like, be forced to wear. They said, no, don't follow him around. The skin of a lion. Don't follow him around. Unless him and the medicine man was fucking... They could have been secret lovers. Secret lovers. But that's just, like, the stories of the werewolves. Yeah. And that one story where the guy... What was it? The old dude that just told on himself? Well, yes. But the the story of the husband and wife, and the wife was suspicious of the husband because he would just go out for, like, days at a time, and he wouldn't tell her where he was going. He'd just be like, I'm going oh, out right. with the boys. And he was like, I'm a werewolf. And yeah, and then said that he was a werewolf, and she's like, bullshit. <coughs> Went to go follow him, and then stole his clothes. Human skin. Yeah, so he couldn't taint, change back into a, a human, so he was a werewolf until... Eventually, it was in, found out. In reality, he was just naked. Right. Because he was... Just naked running through the room. He was out there fucking. <laughs> so another tale um, from Cherokee mythology says that it was actually a husband and wife, Standing Bear and Running Deer, who... Um, Standing Bear was the a strong warrior who went out to battle with the Ewa, and... Um, because the Ewa was terrorizing their village. Now, when I was looking this up, it wasn't necessarily clear if the Ewa was the same person or the same creature. So, like, the the original, the first story happened, and then this is continuing with that storyline, with that plot. Gotcha. Um, I'm not sure. Or if Ewa is just another entity, entity or another character. I'm not quite sure. I couldn't get clarification but i'm going with this happened uh with the the woman that got turned into the wampus cat named iwa so she's already the wampus cat that's what what already happened um so then standing bear went to battle with iwa because iwa was terrorizing their village eventually standing bear returned driven insane by the iwa and a shell of a warrior that he once was Running Deer, his wife, wanted to revenge for her husband and went uh, to the shamans who gave her a mask of a bobcat's face and covered her body with black paste to, to hide her scent. After days of searching for the Iwa, Running Deer finally saw uh, the Iwa and crept up to surprise it. Having her bobcat mask, the Iwa's magic turned on, in on itself, banishing it for good. It is said that Running Deer's spirit now inhabits the Wampus Cat and continues to watch over and protect her village. So in one legend, the Iwa is like a vengeful creature who was turned into this creature because of some type of wrongdoing that she thought was happening to her. And then she caused wrongdoing by spying on her husband. And then then the other um, legend, the Ewa is actually, or the Ewa, the Wampus Cat is actually like a good entity that protects the village rather than causes um, destruction and is mischievous. Interesting. Then there's still another tale that it is Inside a... of us all, there's two Wampus Cats. <laughs> there's another tale where um, a witch who lived alone in the mountains would uh, turn herself into a cat at night and steal the chickens and pigs by nearby, nearby farms. And that was the wampus cat. It was just, it was just some lady. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's most of the fucking lures, you honestly. Know what I mean? <laughs> like it was just some person. It was just, 
just some guy. Some first some lady. Shit up. Yeah. No, but why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like we were an asshole. Cause, yeah, because they were a dick. <laughs> they like That's to why. go out in the woods and scream into the, a tube at night and made it sound all scary because ah! they knew everyone got scared. And honestly, that was enough to bring them fucking joy. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Either like, ah! This is or fucking like... 1700s. Shit was boring. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, they just like making animal noises in the woods and shit. People were like, oh my God, there is a demon in the there... woods. Is definitely a demon out in the woods. I mean, Maybe. I feel like it's easy to scare people at that point because it's just like, I don't know anything about, I literally have no idea. Maybe there's just some people out there enjoying each other's company and, you know, they happen to make weird noises. So the Appalachian, because now I'm saying Appalachian and stuff, uh, Appalachian. Uh, the Appalachian Investigators of Mysterious Sightings, um, which is a team that is on the show Mountain, uh, Mountain Monsters on Discovery Plus. Um, one of the investigators named Willie Mc- McQuillan. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Willie. Willie McQuillan. Mm-hmm. He said that he encountered the Wampus Cat when he was nine years old. Of course he did. His parents told him to get something from the shed late at night. He went out and became uh and came face to face with a jet black panther like creature with glowing eyes. Could not have been a panther. <laughs> Cap all day. <laughs> Impossible. Could not have just been a normal panther. No. Had to have been a panther like creature. Uh huh. That looked exactly like a panther. <laughs> the creature gave a weird high pitch hissing. Like sound, like a panther, <laughs> which frightened him back inside the house. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm just very curious as what was panther like about it and what made it not a panther. So it had every attribute of a panther, looked and sounded just like a panther, smelled like a panther. I don't know, um, except I said it wasn't. Right. It, this <laughs> this panther was a wampus cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like that. Sounds like you ran into a panther. I mean, I don't. Which like are where are panthers even indigenous to? I don't. I don't know. You looking it up? Yeah. Okay. Um. So many years later, on the same farm, he had the same kind of encounter with the beast, precisely like the encounter he had when he was nine years old. He also lost a lot of pigs to the creature. Which so he... where was he at? Where does he live? Where was his... Uh... Um, it doesn't say exactly where, but I would assume... It is anywhere from Canada, Canada <laughs> to fucking Alabama. So, fun fact. Uh-huh. Panthers are found in North America. Uh-huh. Just North America. <laughs> okay, but where? Just says North America. It doesn't say where... They said, bro, I don't fucking know. <laughs> we don't keep track of them. <laughs> I said, fuck, dude. They're... I feel like you should. You should definitely keep track of that. Fucking like, you can tell me where, where mountain lions are. You can tell me where, you know. They said, you know what else I can tell you? The panthers are in America. <laughs> so watch your back. I don't know. So they can be found in marsh and swampland and along with grasslands, even more hostile areas such as deserts and mountains. Okay. So, honestly, they're moving because, you know, people keep killing uh-huh. everything. 
So, yes, they are be- just becoming more and more apparent, I guess, in America's. I mean, obviously, not more and more apparent because, like, you know, they're dying as a population. Right. But they're be- just, you know, they're spreading through the Americas. So it definitely could have just been a panther. It definitely, 100%. No matter where he was at, could have possibly just been a fucking panther. Which is terrifying on its or own. just a, a large black cat or yeah. a black wolf. I mean, or... he was nine, so it could have been anything, honestly. Yeah, no. Because everything looks super big when you're a child mm-hmm. and scary. Oh, and yeah. I got to go outside at night to go get whatever the hell. After my dad probably told me, Wampus cat was gonna get me. Yeah, you know, you better clean your room or a wampus cat's gonna eat you. She's like, whoa, bro, yeah, okay. You know. Didn't think it was that deep. Um, so, like I said, uh, later, many years later, he, um, some of his pigs went missing and he attributed that to the wampus cat coming back, making a circle back and stealing his pigs. Another meeting around the same area happened when a lady was driving a school bus late at night and the creature that was she claimed was black and large leaped out um, out of the woods in front of the bus. Again, could have just been a panther, being as though they seem to just be everywhere. Whole world. Didn't know that. That's a fun fact. Yeah, did, had no idea. I'm probably wrong about that, to be honest with you. Who knows? Uh, panther facts, not my strong suit. Who knows? I mean, we're getting it off the internet, so, I mean... If the, if the information off the internet is incorrect, that's not my fault. Yeah, also fun facts. Because it's also a D&D monster. Oh, is it? Uh-huh. So it's the joint uh, and also one of the Harry Potter, the American Houses is named after mm-hmm. the Wampus Cat. Um, Strange Ways Brewing in Virginia brews a beer named after it. Mm-hmm. Um, in the novel James and the Giant Peach, the police officers and firemen of New York City mistook the centipede for a wampus cat. Really? Or for a wampus. Okay. Maybe not a wampus cat, but a wampus. I love that mo- book, but... Movie. Yeah, particular. the movie is what sticks out in my mind because mm-hmm. I had watched it so many times. Oh, now I gotta watch that movie. In Skylander's Imaginators, which Skylander's I'm pretty sure is Spyro. The Skylander Sensei Mysticat is a sphinx who evokes the traits of a wampus cat. I love Spyro. And then, yeah, see, some of these are things that you love. For one of my favorites in the fifth edition of D&D, Cobalt uh, Press converted the wampus cat into a monster, and wampus cats uh, appear as female mountain lions with the heads of a human, trollkin, orc, or goblin women. And are created through curses leveled by shamans upon women who practice forbidden magic. So I guess it does keep a little bit of that original lore Mm -hmm. of a scorned, cursed woman. Mm -hmm. And uh, they uh, possess the ability to enthrall others with their voice. Uh, They despise all men, but especially holy men, priests, and shamans, who they seek to kill in retribution for their fate. And there you go. So I wonder if there's some historical context, like, you know what I mean, story-wise about, like, men of faith being killed mm. by, like, a jaguar, and then people being like, ah, it's just the demon of the wampus cats. That'd be an interesting episode. All right. But next, we're talking about the veggie man. Okay. <laughs> this one's creepy. Um, so the veggie man, or the vegetable man, is said to be very tall, arguably over seven feet tall, um, thin, with a semi-human shape, 
It is. Um, it also appears to be partially plant-based. It has. It possesses large ears with striking eyes that um, oscillate in colors, usually going from like red to yellow. Fucking salad fingers. <laughs> its arms are thin and give the impression of reeds by the riverbank. On on the ends of the fingers, it has like suction cups, which lead to thorns that protrude from them. Oh, gross. Yeah. There was a sighting in 1968 in the woods of Fairmount, West Virginia, um, where a man named Jennings Frederick was out on a hunt of woodchucks. As he moved through the woods in search of game, Frederick heard an odd noise. It sounded like a, quote, high-pitched jabbering, much like a recording running at an exaggerated speed. When he tracked down the source of the sound, he came face to face with this creature. Jennings would go on to say that the creature was a looming green jaundice gazed entity with a skeletal stalk-like frame that loomed over him. It's hundred percent salad fingers. <laughs> its facial features were nearly human-like with long ears, arms no bigger than a quarter around and a body that resembled the stalk of a plant in shape and color. The hmm. figure, hmm? You sure you just didn't see a plant guy? He said, yeah, I saw a plant guy. <laughs> no, like a plant, my guy. Yeah, like a plant guy. <laughs> a plant guy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah this, like this guy was a plant. Like, I don't understand we're saying the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> the figure had three slender, seven-inch, lo- I don't know what it is with sevens, but seven-inch long fingers with syringe-like tips, and the needles tapered down to suction cup shapes um, where the knuckle on your like on your finger would be. How did he have this much time to examine this creature? You see a lot in the dark, bro. Apparently. Your <laughs> when mind you're out... makes you see a whole bunch. <laughs> out hunting woodchucks. All drunk. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't the night because he was, he was hunting wood. Yeah, so it was probably during the day, but still. Still drunk. Still drunk. Oh, hell yeah. Hunting woodchucks? Oh, yeah. You gotta oh, be yeah. fucked up. Gotta be drunk. I gotta fuck up. The jabbering increased. increased. Suddenly, he could make out the words through the entity's telepathic communication. So, the, the he was standing in the woods. And the and, woods started speaking to him. And, yeah. Yeah. And so, this is what the vegetable man had to say. You near not fear me. I wish to communicate. I come as a friend. We know of you all. I come in peace. I wish medical assistance. I need your help. With that, the creature lunged at him and wrapped Frederick up in his surprisingly strong arms and they fell in love. You're fucking capping me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so someone just wrote fanfic about fucking salad fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Frederick was unable to break away from the embrace. <laughs> and they fell in love. Frederick. <laughs> Frederick was unable to break away from the embrace of the creature. And pierced his, and the creature pierced his skin with the long thorns of its fingers. 
While it drained the blood from him, Frederick found himself enthralled by the streaks of red that began began to fill the creature's eyes and the colors that began to rotate into circles of orange, hypnotizing Frederick and alleviating his pain. Then, almost as quickly... He fell in love. <laughs> and then they got married. <laughs> almost as quickly... They were roommates. <laughs> the Wampus cat officiated. <laughs> Mothman was the best man. (laughs) Mothman was the caterer. (laughs) Then, almost as quickly as he had pounced, the vegetable man raced away up on a hill with its slender legs. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I think. But, like, when I was... picture him, like, shaking away. Shaking away. But then also, um, its eyes remind me of Hypnotoad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Frederick then claimed to hear a deep humming from the other side of the hill, which he assumed was the sound of the creature's ship taking off. So he's like, bro, I just got... That was an alien. I I got my DNA stolen by an alien, or I'm pregnant. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. I guess I'll check. Little A, little B. Yeah, you know? Little extraction, little deposit. And so then it went (laughs) over the hill, and then it just took off in its spaceship. And someone looks someone in the eyes and told this story. They say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is true. <laughs> no cap. Source. Trust me, bro. All facts. Fact or cap. All facts. <laughs> so to this date, um, that account- encounter was the only sighting of the vegetable. Yeah, yeah. yeah he got might. what he wanted out of the poor, poor little Frederick, and he just bounced out. He said, whoop, on to the next universe. Vegetable man. I'm glad, you know, that's the only sighting. And why cause... is he called vegetable man when he only, he just looked like a plant? Like, um... why, when there was no vegetable in sight, but. He's green, bro. I don't know. Vegetable man. Vegetables don't even exist, What am bro. I supposed to call him? Super thin, thorny guy? <laughs> Salad fingers. The name that he <laughs> is inspired by. It's the name that he is, Salad Fingers. Salad Fingers wasn't a thing back in the 60s. <laughs> so, on to the next Rusty cryptid. Spoons. We're talking about the, the Snallygaster. The fuck are these names, dude? <laughs> Fucking Appalachia. <laughs> Apple bottom jeans. <laughs> what are y'all doing, baby? So, the Snallygaster. The Snallygaster. I feel like that's an offensive term. It could be. It feels like it. It could be. It invokes a sense of offense in me. My inner Karen is awoken. The earliest tellings of the Snallygaster, it's said to resemble a half-bird siren creature. Okay. With a nightmarish feature uh, that resembles a demon or a ghoul. What is, what? Scary. I don't know, bro. It has. They said it's like a bird. It's like a bird. But scary. But like scarier. (laughs) Someone got afraid of a bird and they were like, it was just a bird. They're like, yeah, but it was scarier. Snally gaster. (laughs) You never heard of the snally gaster? The hash slinging, the slash bringing. The mash ringing. The snallygaster. Um, so it's also described to be half reptile, 
like I said, half bird with a metallic beak lined with sharp razor sharp uh, razor sharp teeth. So, oh, so it's one of them government birds. <laughs> it flies and it slithers. It slithers. It slithers and it flies. It slithers through the air and it flies on the ground. <laughs> and it cuts me. Scary birds. Scary bird. <laughs> Um, occasionally Christ. it'll have octopus-like tentacles that come out of its mouth. Oh my God. So, you know, like a demon or a ghoul, bro. <laughs> what is this thing? It's a Snallygaster. It's a Snallygaster, oh. obviously. This is what I'm like, saying. How, this, like, that's just such an obviously made the fuck up name. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Austin, if you saw a half reptile, half bird with a metallic beak with razor sharp claw or razor sharp teeth that also had octopus tentacles coming, what would you call it? It was a bird that was eating a cluster of snakes. What? <laughs> That's a scary bird. I mean, That's a scary bird. So what would you call it? That I would I would call it dinner. The cow, I'd call it a two for one. <laughs> I'd call myself freeing those snakes. Nobody deserves that. Free bird. Mm-hmm. Free bird. <laughs> um, it's said to swoop silently. Sli- it's said to swoop silently from the sky to pick up and carry off its victims. So it doesn't this is what necessarily happens when a raven claw and a slithering get together. <laughs> Doing some freaky deaky. Doing the freaky. <laughs> and then they got caught and they said, well, you can't be a witness. Here come the demons. <laughs> the, earliest, do, do, do. the earliest stories claim that the monster sucked the blood of its victims. So within this region um, of the Snallygaster in Maryland, um, there are seven pointed stars that get painted on, um, you can still see them like on local barns. And this is supposed to ward off the Snallygasters. It's got to be a cult thing. It had to be a racist thing. It had to start racially based. It definitely did start racially based because this was this was a legend that um, previous slave owners would use to uh, scare freed slaves into like acting how they wanted them to act. Like whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. I know you got freed, but like I told you. I You're not really you. free because the Snelly guys are going to get you. such a made-up, hawk bullshit story. <laughs> and seven-pointed stars represent racism. Mm-hmm. The Snelly Gaster. Even the, even the story of building it seems fucking half-assed. Oh, it's half a snake bird. <laughs> Tentacles. Mm-hmm. Tentacles. Tentacles and fucking just scary. Tentacles before you know. Tentacles. <laughs> and, you know, fucking southern people are in all that weird shit, so some taxidermist motherfucker probably put one together. They said, what do you call that, Bill? It's not <laughs> He said, my girlfriend. So, like I, I said. I call it baby. <laughs> baby. Originally, it was um, cited in Frederick County, Maryland. Um, it can Fucking all- Frederick, man. Mm-hmm. Just... Named Frederick, county's named Frederick, just just Frederick. Frederick is haunted. It's haunted cursed. It's fucking a cursed, cursed. It's a cursed word, cursed name. Apparently, yeah. yeah. It's also <coughs> can be seen in Central Maryland and in the D.C. metro area. I'm just picturing. Oh, I mean, demonic shit in D.C. That makes sense. Yeah, you know. Chumpers would have a field. Colt forty five, baby. Colt forty five. I'm surprised they're not 
convincing Obama of being a snallygaster. I'm sure somebody said it. I just don't think snallygaster was the word they used. No. <laughs> but I'm sure somebody who knew of this word and was a racist piece of shit uh, <laughs> said that. <laughs> Which is close enough. <laughs> So one of the sightings was by a man in Ohio who wrote a Wait, letter. What the fuck? It made it all the way to Ohio. Bro, I this thing was in Snallygaster. Snallygaster said, "I am, am a bird. I fucking bird, migrate. Bro, like, what, are you, what are you talking what do you about? Mean? What do you and mean? And I'm a snake. I don't like cold I'm weather, a dog. Another slithery snake. Slithery snake. Slithery snake. And then you know the tentacles. The tentacles. <laughs> Obviously, you forgot the, about the tentacles. The tentacles. <laughs> Um, I had to go to the Great Lakes. So an unnamed man in Ohio. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, told of Couldn't a strange... could have this being based in facts. No, I don't want my real name. Uh, told of a strange creature that flew over the area and then made terrible screeching sounds. He described it to have two large wings, a huge horny head, <laughs> and a tail 20 feet long. So now... Now we're just seeing planes. <laughs> He said, look, dude, this thing looked like a plane, but it was a bird. It was a bird thing. It's a fucking bird plane. There was also, there was another sighting in Maryland who, um, by a man who operated a brick burning kiln. And he was near the kiln sleeping. For some reason, he's sleeping next to the kiln. I don't know. It's warm. It's warm. Yeah. But don't do that, bro. He said, look, dude, I have enough money to run my business or have a house. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? I either live in my business or... I die. I die. <laughs> There's really only two options. That's it. That's it. <laughs> when he awoke, he uh, he awoke to a blood-curdling scream and saw the creature fly away angrily. Like, God damn it, I was going to live. This is why I screamed. It was like, fuck, I wanted to sleep here. It was warm. It was warm. So, like, it's, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know being able to be like, I saw, I can't even remember what the fuck they're called now. Um, snallygaster? Snally, I saw a snallygaster. Like, just being, like, honest about that. Like, a wampus cat? Like, all right, I'll, I'm letting you slide a couple times, even though you just saw a jaguar. Or, or a panther. I mean, I'm pretty sure a black jaguar and a panther are like literally the same, the same fucking thing. thing. I think, yeah. Yeah, so. But, yeah, so. Guess it just depends on who you ask. I don't know. Depends on where in the Americas mm-hmm. they're at. Yeah, yeah you know? <laughs> but, yeah, so the, the snallygaster, because not even saying that word, the snallygaster is, it, like I said, ranges, it's usually in Maryland, but I guess it can... Sometimes it's in Ohio. Sometimes it's, it's in Ohio. It pops up, you know? They're bigger in Ohio. <laughs> when this fir- this story first came out, like in newspapers and stuff, and then, you know... This was in fucking newspapers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the guy that I was talking about, um, who... The one that was sleeping next to the kiln, that was actually the first sighting. Shit, that was the first sighting there was of not the, shit going on of the time. Snallygaster. So it was going around. It was such a 
big story. It was viral. It did go viral because uh, President Roosevelt, even fucking good old Teddy, was going to go on a safari. To hunt for the fucking snail. No, to go hunt for like elephant or whatever the fuck. And he said, I'm not going to go to Africa. I'm going to go to Maryland, and I'm going to hunt me a snallygaster. And so he he tried. Obviously, he didn't fucking find one. but Or did he? Maybe. State secret covered yeah, it up. Yeah, maybe. But the fact that we have a president that went to go hunt after a snallygaster on record. Officially. Yeah, I feel like there was something else going on. That was just an excuse. So... The, there is actually a, um, what is it? In the fan, Fantastic Beasts, there is a, um, creature that is the Snallygaster. That's actually, J.K. Rowling wrote that into one of her stories. Of course she did. Of course she did. Because she steals all the records. All, literally all the cryptids. Or some, somehow, yeah. it feels like it. She said magic shit. I need a world of magic. Uh-huh. I'm just going to steal the world's known cryptids. Mm-hmm. And coin them as being. Boom. Boom. Bang. And. That's a plot line. In 2021, um, a cryptozoologist in Maryland opened the American Snallygaster Museum. Oh, that's in the one with Liberty the fucking Town, museum. Maryland. The, the fucking Snallygaster has a fucking museum. Yep, yep the Snallygaster has a museum, guys. In right, Liberty go. Town, Maryland. So we're going to have to take a trip there. Liberty Town sounds like a goddamn sundown town. It probably is, so we gotta go early. Okay, you ain't gonna catch my black guys out there. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. The Snallygaster also appeared in uh, Fallout 76. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That's, that's cool. There's another, the South Mountain Creamery, which is a dairy farm located, located in Frederick County. County, country, Frederick country, Frederick country, Frederick ah! country. <laughs> located <Home> in <laughs> a dairy farm located in Frederick County, um, produces an ice cream flavor called the Snallygaster, and it is a peanut butter flavored ice cream with caramel swirl, butter, peanut butter cups, and pretzels. What does that have to do with the bird, half reptile creature? Because the Marketing. swirl, the swirl is the snake. The bird is the peanut butter, and the pretzels are the snake. <laughs> I knew you were going to say the pretzels. I already had it in my head that you were going to say the pretzels were tentacles, because you cannot wait to bring up the tentacles anytime you're so talking funny. about it. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny and so random as hell. A bird probably had an octopus in its mouth. That's, That's what I'm... Because every single time... You know, I, I was looking at photos of all of these. And, you know, all the photos... All the photos just... Why is it always tentacles? Why is it always it's tentacles? it's the scariest thing. It's the scariest thing. <laughs> you know what the Snallygaster does have? An enemy. Oh, God. And whenever they see each other, it's on sight. It's the fucking Wampus Cat? No, the enemy is actually called the the Deweo. Is this the next cryptid? It is, is the next cryptid. Into yep, the next cryptid. it is. So, the Deweo and the Snallygaster. I'm smelling. The, se- the, <laughs> the segue. The Deweo and the Snallygaster um, reportedly had vicious encounters dating back all the way back to the early sediment of Middletown Valley. So, where these two cryptids 
kind of originated. Oh wow! From. Even though the original sighting wasn't until like a hundred years later, now it had an ancient history of they battle. They said back in the seventeen hundreds, these two. Oh man, they told me. Snallygaster told me what was up. I was, I was chatting with the Snallygasters. He said, "You know the Deweo." Uh, I don't like that guy. So the Deweo, the Snallygaster is a bird-like reptile reptile creature. creature. The Deweo is a reptile-like bird creature. <laughs> the Deweo, <laughs> the is a wolf-like creature. Oh, okay, I see. It's eating the birds, mm-hmm. eating the chickens. Yeah. Um, that stands upright like a human so and is around six foot feet tall. It's a goddamn werewolf. It's so just it's, a guy. It's, it's just a hairy guy. It's just a hairy dude. Um, it's that's beating up birds. It's just beating up with birds a snake. snake. <laughs> he's eating be- an octopus. <laughs> he's beating a bird with a snake. And the snake is wrapped around, flayed out, which makes it look like tentacles. Um, it has, it uses its forelegs as arms. And it's covered in a dark fur with a bushy tail. How many legs does it have? Just four. It uses its four he uses legs. All of them. No, you I know, know his, what you're yeah. saying. It's just it's always a funny word. He just he runs on his tail, which like I've seen photos of this one, and this one is so fucking creepy looking because I just picture. Do you remember that episode of Adventure Time with that deer? And the deer's on all fours, and then oh, it just stands it up, the fuck and, it, up. and it takes its hooves off, and it has little <laughs> fingers. <laughs> That's what I picture. <laughs> that show is so unsettling sometimes. Uh, it was drug-induced. Yeah, very ride. much, very much. But I like I just remember seeing that scene, and I was like, "Fuck no, dude! That is the scariest thing." And it doesn't like because doesn't he wiggle them? He wiggles them, and it's not like he smiles or anything. Like he has his head down. He has his head because he picks himself up, still has his head down, pulls up his hoof, pops off the little top, and has little fingers, and he just wiggles them. And I was like, "No, (laughs) no." But yeah, you love no. chowder. Or I don't, I don't love chowder. You love flapjack. Yes, I do love flapjack. Flapjack was creepy on a different level. That was that was unsettling because it's just like Adventure Time wasn't always creepy. It wasn't like at least there to me. There was always just notes of like creep in the show. Yeah, but not like flapjack. No. Like flapjack was very visually yeah, unsettling. Was, that was its thing. Yeah, it didn't. Uh, Adventure Time kind of created the atmosphere for the creep. Yeah. Fair. And I think that's what why it creeped me out. World building of creep. Yeah, exactly. Because it was like a regular ass deer and in any other context it would have been like, well, that's just weird. But the fact that it was just like silent and the deer was on all fours, had been a deer that entire time, and then all of a sudden stood up on both on its hind legs, took its little cap off, <laughs> its little hoof off, and started wiggling its fingers, said nothing, didn't so talk. Stretch, I was like, dude. Yeah, yeah, it was scary. So anyway, back to the Dwayo. Um, it was first sighted in, like I said, West Middletown, Maryland, but the sightings have also been reported in another town, um, or in another section of Maryland, which is called the wolfsville maryland which of course the duale was seen in wolfsville that's just where it lives that's where it hangs out that's where it resides is that why it's named wolfsville is because of all the wolves all the wolves that's where all the uh the werewolf trials they came they they came over to the states and then they saw a wolf jump and they were like that is a wolf man said well this is wolfsville this is where all the wolves live this is where they all live 
Um, it actually comes from German folklore. Oh, super werewolf. Mm-hmm. Um, where in German folklore, the there is a like wolf-like creature that is known as the Hexenwolf. The first mention of the Deweo comes from a sighting in 1944 in West Middletown. Um, witnesses heard it make frightful screams and alleged footprints were left behind. So they just heard some screaming out in the woods, saw some footprints, and they're like, well, that's a wolf Werewolf. thing. That's a, that's a wolf demon. It's a wolf monster. It's gotta be. In 1965, a man under the alias of John Becker described his encounter um, with a Deweo to local papers. He was, fir- he was the first to give a detailed description of the creature. Becker went to investigate his yard after hearing a strange noise. Not seeing anything in the dark, Becker decided to retreat back to his house when allegedly the creature came towards him, stood on its hind legs, and attacked him. Um, he then fought the creature until it ran into the woods. You know, can Sean Becker was that dude. He said, I want to be one this bitch. <laughs> he said, whoa, bro, I don't want the smoke. <laughs> I said, oh, you're trying to run some ones? <laughs> Bet. I got ones all day, babe. <laughs> so, yeah, he fought the creature until it ran into the woods, leaving him, his wife, and his kids, because they all came out. They heard the ruckus. They said, whoa, dad's beating up a, an animal. Oh, and that's why, because the wolf was like, yo, I thought we said we were running the ones. Not the twos and threes and fours. Whole whole family coming outside. (laughs) I wasn't trying to get jumped, bro. That's that's booty shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's pussy shit. (laughs) Um, Becker described it as being as big as a bear, with long black hair, a bushy tail, and growled like a wolf or a dog. So it was a bear. So it was a bear. Yeah. He decided to remain. He just won the bear. <laughs> like what? Which is a cooler story than some made up thing. You know what I mean? Well, like, like it was probably like a baby bear. Probably. And that's why he survived. He said, oh, well, "I didn't want everybody to know that I beat up a baby bear. That's kind of fucked up." <laughs> and like the fun, baby bear wasn't even on his property. He found this baby bear. And He's then, like, like went and mixed his shit. <laughs> mink, mink, mink. <laughs> Yo, bear. And the baby bear was like, <laughs> Yeah, so he, he, of course, decided to remain anonymous because he didn't want people to actually know. He mixed the baby bear. Yeah, to know that he, he beat up this, this poor cub. Um, John Becker went to go file a police report and told them of the attack uh, by the mysterious monster that he, he called the DeWeo. There was a reporter in the, get this, Frederick News Post. Holy hell, Applebee's. Like, what the fuck? He wrote um, a series of articles on the the monster, and then soon newspapers throughout the area started to carry the story. Oh, Jesus. The The Applebee Mountain is so gullible. (laughs) In... 1966, the Deweo was cited again by a man who referred to himself as Jim A. Which, all these people are... Jim A. <laughs> all these people are going Anonymous by... Yeah, in alias. So it very well could have just been the same person just over and over It was the Deweo. It was him. He This person encountered it and was heading towards a campsite. When he approached it, it made a horde scream and backed away from him. Because he wasn't ready. He said, whoa, this other guy already mixed me. 
He said, you're the same guy. Uh, Jim this A. Guy, Jim A is just walking around looking for the same cup he mixed to mix him again. You? Remember how I said the elephant spun the block? Mm-hmm. He, Jim A spun the block on the fucking bear cub. He said, uh, Jim A, or by, by what Jim other people? Becker, jo- John Becker. John Becker, mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Dalway, whatever the he described it as being a dark brown, shaggy, two-legged animal the size of a deer. So now it's a deer size instead of a bear size. Now he's mixing deers. He's mixing deers and bears. Bears and deers all day. Um, it had an odd walk because it already had its fucking shit rocked. <laughs> With its legs stuck out of its body, making its movements appear almost spider-like. The John. fucking deer probably had a brain parasite. I mean, probably. It was probably an actual deer, yeah. It was all fucked up and dying or some shit. He said, whoa, scary. Spooky. He <laughs> said, well, look, I don't understand shit. <laughs> this obviously has to be a magical creature. <laughs> Science? I don't. He said, my life is boring as fuck. Magic, bro. Past the peyote. Um, in... 1976, the Dwayo was sighted by two men driving on Route 77 in Frederick County. They saw a large creature run across the road in front of their car. Like the two previous accounts, they described it as being a large wolf-like creature with dark brown fur. They said that it had a stripe on the lower half of its body. Now it's got racing shit. Like it's now getting it's getting upgraded. Getting it's, it's getting, getting It's getting modded. <laughs> like, what? Um, then you have other various accounts, including a woman who wrote to the paper insisting that um, the trash about the Dewey Island has to be stopped because her daughter claimed to have seen it and s- developed like a nervous condition talking about it because it like traumatized her. And in reality, it was just a fucking dog. In reality, she was just like, Mom, I don't want you to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, you give me anxiety. <laughs> Mom, please stop. At some point, the sightings of the Dueo started to fade, and um, it was suggested that eventually the Dueo just, you know, he just picked up and moved. He was tired of all the people in Frederick mixing County his shit. mixing his shit, yelling at him, saying like, "Oh my gosh, this thing's creepy" or whatever, painting racing stripes on it. <laughs> so he just decided, "I'm I just gonna, bounce. I'm gonna bounce." Where it moved to, not sure, because the last sighting was, like, in the late 70s. Early, like, oh, yeah, late oh. 70s, early 80s. Maybe it just went and died. Maybe. Or maybe, you know, it, it got itself together, decided it's to go get a, a job. job. And... <laughs> <laughs> found a wife and had a beautiful nuclear cryptid family, you know it dated a snally guy. It dated. They they made amends. They had a wonderful baby, Dewayo Gaster, and uh, lived happily ever after. Sent it off to college. Hogwarts. Go turtles. <laughs> Go terrapins. <laughs> to Maryland, yeah. University of Maryland. So our last cryptid of today, we're gonna talk about sheep squatch. It's described as being a woolly-haired cryptid. It is about the size of a bear. So another bear. Back to just being a bear. Bear-shaped. 
bear-sized but not a creature, bear. but not a bear. It looks like an animal, but it's not the animal that I said that, <laughs> that it looks it like. Looks like. <laughs> it has all the qualities of an animal that we already know, and they're in books that I learned. In, but I know it's but not But it's that definitely animal. not that animal. Because For sure. Source, trust me, bro. Uh, Sally Gaster. I, I know animals. <laughs> I know animals. Like, nobody's known. It has known animals before. Um. Size of a bear with entirely white wool-like fur. It has long and point, a long and pointed head, similar to a dog, but with a long and saber-like teeth, and a single pint set of horns that resemble the horns of like a, a young goat, like a billy goat. So it's got little tiny horns, but big, huge, long fangs <laughs> and it's like wooly and the size of a bear with a dog's head with a dog's head yeah yeah i forgot about the dog's head you know it said that his its four limbs have are like have paw like hands and um they're similar to like a raccoon but obviously larger because it's a bear. could you imagine tiny little raccoon hands on this thing that's the size of a bear <laughs> he takes off his bear gloves and <laughs> Smaller. <laughs> um, it's also said to have a tail that is long and hairless, like a like a possum. That's gross. So it's said to smell like sulfur, because it within the lore it's supposed to have been born around a TNT area, I guess, like around mines and stuff. Um, although there are other theories that it's due to like a musk scent gland gland that it's similar to like weasels and skunks and that's why it smells kind of funky i'm like i love how we're putting like actual science to this this is this is great i love it rooted in reality i love that it has the tail of a possum long fangs and <laughs> long horns. fangs horn like Woolly. little little, little baby things yeah mm-hmm. little little ra- raccoon hands but here's why it probably smells like salt mm-hmm. exactly so it's said to um, have been sighted in mainly in West Virginia. The first sighting dating back to 1994, where a... Um, so this is a new guy. This is a new guy, yeah. Where a... It <laughs> sounds like a new guy. It was like, I don't know, and a tail of possum, and fuck, bear, yeah, what, huh? <laughs> Some nine-year-old kid. Yeah. Um, in 1994, a former Navy seaman stated having... Yeah. <laughs> stated having witnessed the beast breaking through the forest. Um, while the thing breached the, bro- the brush um, and knelt down to drink from the creek, and drank for a few minutes and then began ca- crossing the creek and continuing on toward the nearby road. The witness stated that they observed the animal for a while before it moved onto the surrounding brush. Within the same year, two children observed the creature playing in their yard what they reported having obviously looked like a large white bear, yet in this case stood up on its hind legs. Everything is standing up on its hind legs. Everything But, just... like, also so do bears. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, bears stand up on their hind legs all the time. All the time. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do do that. You were like, it's like a bear, but it was standing on its hind legs. You know what else does that? Fucking bears. Every fucking bear. Every species of bear that exists. 
Every one of them. Making it over six tall, which I do have a note that is in the similar manner of a bear. Because it was a bear. Because <laughs> you saw a fucking bear. I don't. Startled, uh, the children were startled by the beast. Um, the bear. The bear. And the the bear ran off through the, the forest, breaking medium-sized limbs of trees on, on like its path. A, like a bear does. Now, it doesn't say if it was running on its hind legs out of there. Now, that would be different because bears don't run on their hind legs. They. But they can. They can, but they generally don't. <laughs> Just picturing it, just like with his arms in the air, like ah, ah, <laughs> like wee bear bears. Mm-hmm. Another sighting in 1995: the creature was spotted by a couple driving through Boone County, which observed a large white beast sitting um in the ditch alongside the roadway. As many curious passerbys might not might do in the situation, they stopped their car to get a better look at it. They came to describe the creature again as mostly similar to earlier descriptions. A bear. A bear. Yet they added that the creature had four eyes. Unlike a bear. It was a bear with glasses. I was about to say it. So in um, contrast to the last sighting where the sheep... I keep... I forgot that we were talking about something a called squatch. a sheep, sheep squatch. Um, oh, where, it's just a bear. Yeah. <laughs> In contrast to the last sighting, the um, where the sheep squatch fled the scene, the creature actually leapt out of the ditch and started to attack. Said, Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> I learned from last time. Frightened by I'll the attack, <laughs> frightened by the attack, the couple drove off quickly. Once they arrived back at home, noticed large scratches on the side where the beast had attacked them. In 1999. Um, there was another incident that involved a uh, couple of campers who were lost in the forest at night, again, in Boone County. This thing is just, just hanging around it's in Boone County. It's just it doesn't, an old bear in Boone County. Yeah, it doesn't move around like all the other ones have moved it's around. Old. Yeah. Um, That's why it's white. They were, they were sitting around, an, uh, around a bonfire. Eventually, they heard an animal snorting and scuffling around the camp in a manner similar to an aggravated bear. Because it's a bear. Because it's a goddamn bear. <laughs> Though it did not come into the light of the campfire immediately. Um, all of a sudden, the, sh- the sheep squatch suddenly charged out of the darkness to the campers. At the campers, sorry. Re- reacting quickly, they jumped up and ran back into their house, all while being pursued by the sheep squatch. The white thing stopped at the edge of the forest when they crossed, crossed it and yelled out er, and let out a terrible scream. Then it turned around and headed back into the woods. The next morning, the campers returned to their campsite and the and the trail home, finding it to be torn up. So yeah, so it was a a, a monster or monster, a bear, a creature that um, came out of the darkness. They were just sitting in at their campsite. They started hearing scuffling and bear like sounds, and then this bear like creature <laughs> came and did some bear like shit. <laughs> Made some bear-like noises. Made some bear-like noises, had some bear-like tracks, and they were like, damn, it must be the Sheep Squatch. Alabaster. <laughs> uh, so then I have one last sighting um, dating to 2015. So there weren't any 
sightings, at least that were reported, from 99 to 2015. But in um, Folks Run, Virginia, it was spotted again in the forest of Appalachia. The creature was spotted close to midnight by six campers this time, so six different people saw this thing um, while they were spending the night in the dense forest. The beast was reportedly eight to nine feet tall. They get taller every single time. It does. Yeah. Um, eight, eight to nine feet tall, which, At I mean... At one point, this, it was a six foot tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this time, I mean, that's as tall as a bear, isn't it? Seven, eight yeah. foot? Uh, yeah. It's still bear size. Yeah, it's still bear size. Um, which is creepy as hell. As a bear standing on its hind legs is oh, like yeah. eight feet like tall. Oh yeah, because like a polar bear on its hind leg is like twelve or something. Yeah, like that's that. so creepy. That's so weird. Massive. I hate it. And that's real. I hate it. <laughs> um. Next week's cryptid moose. <laughs> Next week's cryptids real animals. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, who, who needs cryptids when you have, like, nature? Um, yeah, so it's eight to six, eight to nine feet tall with a short shoulder length of four to five feet. One of the campers first saw the beast at the top of a nearby hill in a crouching position, which sounds off-putting as well. Just bear shit in the woods? <laughs> Sheep Squatch does. <laughs> then it stood up. He alerted the other campers. Um, it, then it started running down the steep hill towards the campers, but then they were separated by the river that was flowing through. They look in horror as it searched for a way to cross and with no other option began to wade through the river. It finally came out of the water and the camper, they were still standing there. Just watching. <laughs> and they the said, whoa, this is terrifying. <laughs> and the campers reported that it appeared to be um, a like a bipedal dog in the chest with the its fur with its fur wet from crossing the river so like a bear that was wet then a loud gut-based screech was heard from about 2 miles off from where they were then the sheep squatch looked up in shock just high enough so the moonlight was on its face and the campers looked on in fear as it let out a pathetic whimper then it then in a sprint ran in the opposite direction of the noise so there was a different sound that came must have been sasquatch must have been sheep squatch doesn't like sasquatch or it could have been the day day wayo maybe it was the uh wampus cat could have been the wampus cat. Honestly, all all of these probably just hang out. Well, I, okay, obviously, except for the Dewayo and the and There's the Snallygaster, yeah, they 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 don't fuck with each other. But other than that, oh, you know what? It was Vegetable Man. It could have been Vegetable Man, which I feel like if I were any of these, I'd be freaked out by Vegetable Man. Yeah, because Vegetable Man is just an alien. Mm-hmm. It's not even a creature. Yeah, it's not even a creature. It's just an alien. I'm I'm very much picturing salad fingers, and it's just standing in the corner. It's just like, bro, you give me weird energy. Runs out, grabs you, steals your blood, and then yeah. runs away. And then <laughs> runs over a hill and just takes off in a spaceship. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't trust Vegetable Man actually. And the fact that Vegetable Man was only seen once, I don't trust Vegetable Man. <laughs> trust, trust Vegetable Man the least. Yeah, exactly. I would be concerned seeing Vegetable Man. The campers quickly packed up and left, and then reported to. 
reported it to the locals, fearing that if the authorities were informed, they would be ridiculed. The identity of the campers is unknown as of March 2016. So this, the Sheep Squatch, was actually was another one of the creatures in Fallout 76. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is, in the game, I guess it's described as a grotesque creature that has the ability to use quills on its back as weapons. I don't know where the quills come from. I guess it's the wooly fur and they... I adapt. mean, it, it, everything gets uh, radiated in Fallout. So. Oh, fair. Facts. Okay. Um, and then along with a ram headbutt attack, and it's said to have a highly acidic urine. She's just going to pee on you. It's fucked. She's quiet. She's quiet. Not a bear. <laughs> not a bear. Non-bear. <laughs> All these things, not the things that they are. So, not bear. Not a um, jaguar. Not a bird wolf, eating a snake. Or bear. Or a bear. Uh, yeah, not a bird eating a snake. And definitely not a... Uh... Salad fingers. <laughs> no, that one's definitely an alien, bro. That, that, one's, definitely, that one's real. That was, that was, <laughs> in this episode of Factor Cap. That's all facts all day. Every one of them. Especially, Especially Vegetable Sam, Man. Vegetable Man. Vegetable Sam Man. Man. Yeah, I could totally see Vegetable Man being real. Hundo. Just a thin plant-like thing that steals your blood. You know what I mean? He he could be anywhere right now. Any, he could be in this room. He he could be. He I could, got plants out there. I will say he could be Rashawn. Oh, no, not Rashawn. He's Rashawn. I gotta no. go, go unplot. No. Unpot Rashawn. Don't unplot Rashawn. Rashawn's my favorite. Well, he's vegetable man, so. No. He's not vegetable man. He would never do that. He'd never that's be vegetable what you man. You think that's how vegetable man gets you? Tells you it's a medical emergency and then gets your blood. <laughs> he said, I, have, I need medical assistance. He said, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> With my little tentacle fingers. <laughs> my little nettles. My little nettles. So those are some of the Appalachian... Some, some Applebee's cryptids. Apple pie... Christinis. Crustaceans. <laughs> some Applebee's bears. Yeah, you know? There are so many of them. It's not... No, yeah, Appalachia has a lot, actually. Yeah. They have quite a few. Yeah, because they have a lot of alcoholics. Because the alcoholism is high and the education is low. So low. It's so low. I bet you Mississippi got a fuck ton of them, too. I'm sure. They were wild, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. And they were definitely not a bear. Not a bear. Or a jaguar. It's a sheep squatch. Or the other one. Looks like a bear, sounds like a bear, walks like a bear, does bear bear. stuff. Sheep squatch. Sheep squatch. 100%. So that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share with a friend. Friend's mom. You know, that's fine too. Share with anybody. Also, please be sure to rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like the recipe for today and you want to make... And you want to make your own variation? Tag us on social media at the Spooky Easy Pod on TikTok and Instagram. If you have any other topics you'd like us to discuss or any personal ghost stories that you like us to tell, 
You can let us know by emailing us at thespookyzpod at gmail.com or if you just want to say, what up? What up? What up with it? What up with it? Thank you guys so much for your continued support. And we will see you next time. Bye. Toodles.